What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What A Ice Radio. We are back for another crazy episode. Yes, we are back. We're Jay, here. what's up? Chillin', chillin', chillin'. How's your week been so far? Good, 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 you know. Staying busy. It's the beginning of the year, so we got a lot of things to do. I know. Yeah, I, I feel like... all that stuff. feel like it's just never stops. It doesn't. It's, it's, it's good, not supposed to. It's not supposed Can't to. Can't stop, won't stop. I was thinking more Drake. It's not a rule, you want to stop watching. All right, whatever. But I see you took it back, though. I did. I'm okay. Originator, yeah. I see you how you did that. I like it. I like the throwback. Yeah, it. of course. But yes, we are here. We're in the building. Shout out to the whole Water Ice family. We got a lot of good stuff coming up. Guests for the Laundry Live show this year. It's just crazy. Crazy lineup. We had a crazy start last week. Yes. Yep. Shout out to P. Michael Boone. Yeah. He is doing crazy things. Very inspiring. And now, this week, we have a lovely young lady here in the building. Yes. Jay, you want to introduce her? Yeah, first? sure. Uh, recent position with the Philadelphia Souls Communications Manager. Check. Check. Out here, fitness guru. Check. Yeah, I mean, pretty much knows everybody in the city. I feel like it's social life. Yeah, I mean, social life. She's probably wiggling toes on the the sixes floor game. I'm like, all right. She's out here moving the shakers, moving to the table. See, we got Gabby Townsend, everybody. Welcome to the show. How you feeling? Thanks. Good. It's good to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. Yes. So I, a lot of people introduced me to you via social media. Like, yo, you got to have this girl on the show. She's all over the place. She's doing big things. Yeah. And then I'm like going through, you know, a little bit stalking you a little bit on Instagram. Yeah, sure. I didn't change the channel. I, 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 I got to. I got to figure it out. Who really is she? got to figure it out. But really, the first time I saw you, we both were at um, the same event. We were both at the, um, the Dream Walk Fashion Show, but you were behind the scenes working, correct? Yes, yep. Um, and um, they are friends to the show, the Bite Size Sisters. Yeah, they shout out to them. Here. Uh, we love them. We feel like they just dropped glitter on us. Yeah, they are the best. Yeah. They are the best. And I got to see you there, and I was like, oh, that's her! Mm-hmm. I've been with me at the chance to talk with so many people there, but I was definitely got to have her on the show, so thank you for coming yeah, through. Of course, yeah, it's time. You are a Jersey native, so you are still from the Tri-State yeah, area. Part of yeah. uh, so I grew up in Morristown, right over yeah. the bridge. Oh, no, right. Exactly. Yeah. So first question, are you an Eagles fan? I am, I have, no, I've been an Eagles fan my whole life. All right, yeah. she can stay, she can stay. Okay. <laughs> Yes. You definitely stay there. All right, cool. And you're a Sixers fan, right? I am. She yep, is a Sixers fan. We good. We already uh, started this conversation off really good. So how did you really get your start in communications and yeah. PR, media relations? How did that come about? So I majored in communications in college. Um, and luckily, I went to a, a school with a program that was very broad. So I actually was able to take a class on a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, so I actually really found a passion for communicating with people and through all different mediums. Um, and when I was in school, you know, social media was still really big. So um, obviously, I was learning the ins and outs of that. Um, I actually also went to grad school at LaSalle um, that I finished um, my master's when I was 22 wow. and I went to school for communications in that as well. Good for you. Just to kind of focus a little bit more. Have you educated? kind of narrowed down a little bit more of what I wanted to do. Right. Um, I did work in PR for a little bit in Philadelphia when mm-hmm. I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked a little bit more in lifestyle though, so it was more of um, the bars, the restaurants, the mm-hmm. festivals, that kind of thing. Um, and then I had a sports internship in college as well, so I wanted to narrow down exactly what I wanted to do. 
Nice. Yeah. So right now you're kind of in the sports industry area. Yep. So how's that going? It's great. I really love sports. I have forever. Um, and I actually uh, met a now big mentor of mine in grad school mm -hmm. who had worked for the Sixers um, G League team, which is now called Delaware Blue Kids. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I actually got my start in sports. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a um, an account executive in ticket sales with them. Um, and, and worked my way up. I'm going to say that you started kind of from the beginning with mm -hmm. the sales part. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, so, lifestyle industry versus sports industry, mm -hmm. it's two different facets, right? Yeah. So, talk a little bit about that, how you made that transition. Yeah, so um, it's so funny because still to this day, I love both. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I still even do some, um, a little bit of freelance work for other small businesses that need help with things like PR, social media, um, website content, that sure. kind of thing. Um, so I still, like, even right now, dabble in both. Um, but I love the fast pace atmosphere of sports mm -hmm. um, when you're in season it's like it, you eat sleep and breathe it yeah. and I realized that when I had played sports growing up but I it's literally like the same <laughs> when you play but it's also busy too like even when the season's over like the off season mm -hmm. there's like the drafts and then there's like yep. like scouting and whatever like all those pre-workouts yeah you know? and just because you know the team isn't necessarily around or playing doesn't mean that the organization right. doesn't exist right um, so when I was in sales we did most of our mm -hmm. selling in the offseason right. and then a lot of my in-season stuff was more along the lines of service and taking care of the our you know clients and things like that gotcha. so you talk a lot about the fast pace of it you know sports so talk about what a day-to-day -day may look like for you doing communications and PR work in the sports industry Right. So during the season, um, when I was, you know, with the Soul, it's it's again very very busy. Um, the team practices three days a week, so I would be at practices. Um, I would have sometimes we'd have media there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Come to practice, so I would figure out who was coming, who they wanted to talk to. I grab our coach, the players after practice, give them a little, you know, mini brief of, okay. you know, yeah, hey, yeah. so and so wants to talk to you about Love your goals for the game this right. week, that kind of thing, and prep them a little bit. Um, I also travel with I travel with the team too, so cool. I was um, I was away for every other weekend basically wow. um, with them. And at the Blue Coats, um, did, my game day was my favorite thing because I got to visit with my clients the whole game. Okay, and that to me was the best. Um, I literally got invited to my clients' kids' birthday parties. Like oh, that's wow. how close I was. I wow. knew everything about them, their interests, their kids' lives, their what sports they played, like everything. Um, so that was my favorite part, and my favorite part about sports in general is just being able to help make memories, good memories for sure. people. So um, I was able to kind of do that across the board so far. So you're a woman in a very male-dominated industry. Yep. Um, so how do you tackle that on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, so yeah, it's funny because when I was in college and I had told uh, some of my mentors that I wanted to work in sports, um, people would laugh um, because even. Um, around that time, it just wasn't. It's it wasn't that common. <laughs> but now, honestly, though, when I left the Sixers, though, the amount of women in management at the Sixers is unreal. Really? And actually, Laura Price um, is, you know, in the. It, she's, I believe, the chief operating officer at the Sixers. She's one of the highest ranking women in the NBA, and I think now she's wow. almost tenured. And yeah. so I was very lucky to be around her and a lot of other really strong. 
awesome women at the Sixers. So it's funny because when I left there, it really wasn't that uncommon anymore. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it, it is starting to, start to open up a little bit. So when you are kind of like making your making your way through the industry, and again, it's very male-dominating being a woman, how do you kind of like keep your standards high? Because um, sometimes it is, Expected that women have to be very submissive mm -hmm. in their positions, especially in a male-dominated industry. How do you kind of like set the bar high? Um, to be honest, I really just kind of stay true to myself and the mission of either the team or if it's a brand I'm working with or whoever it is. Um, and I just know that I really work hard to do whatever job I'm doing to the best of my ability. Gotcha. And I've been really fortunate that the people that I've been working with and around over the last few years also have seen that. Okay. Um, so to be honest, you know, if I have experience in something that I think, you know, I might have a suggestion on how to change things, I'm more than um, happy to, you know, bring that suggestion up. I feel like that kind of happens with everybody, no matter what. Um, but obviously communication internally is just as important sure. as, as externally and I've learned a lot about that through grad school and, and my experience as well. Wow. So social media is huge. I mean I feel like every year it gets bigger and bigger. Yep. Talk about the importance of staying relevant in this kind of in this industry in regards to being on social media and how do you kind of balance it? Like with not maybe being on all the time but having the things that are important on there. Right. Um, so it definitely is huge right now, especially from a from a business standpoint, from a marketing standpoint. So many people now are on Instagram, and I feel like the demographic keeps getting bigger. Yeah. Um, I know I I migrated a little bit off of Facebook because like my parents started to migrate on. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So and I'm not I'm not ashamed. And now parents are starting to migrate. On. And it's funny too because honestly it though it really does depend on your market too. Mm -hmm. I mean if you have a demographic where you have that a little bit of the millennial and a little bit outside of the millennial age, then your best bet is Instagram. But mm -hmm. if your target market is you know, maybe something more along the lines of the soul where they're, you know, they're trying to, or the, or the, the blue coats where they're trying to reach the parents. Yeah. Um, that might be something a little bit more Facebook driven. Mm -hmm. um, but I do believe that consistency is really key, especially on something like Instagram. Mm -hmm. I think that if you, you know, posting on a consistent basis um, and having a consistent, like, look, image, um, and, you know, even sometimes we'll go as far as color schemes. I don't mind. <laughs> but it kind of just depends. And there's also a lot of people who are trying different things. So if you see, uh, you know, a really cool uh, suggestion somebody gives for a certain look for your Instagram mm -hmm. or a certain theme, or you want to all of a sudden go and try a bunch of black and white pictures, go ahead and right. do it. And then if you don't see a return, switch back. Yeah. Like you can just, you know, you can mix and match a little bit and um, using the business profile is cool with that because you can see right. how it is. So, yeah. so how do you, you are a part of a lot of big brands, uh, especially in the sports industry, but then you also have your personal, right? So how do you kind of like balance the two as far as especially being in the forefront of social media where you have to kind of stay kind of, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but kind of mm -hmm. stay while you're still being with those particular Companies. Right, so um, I always kind of do a general rule of thumb, like when I post, I always make sure that um, obviously nowadays, and we're seeing a lot with in the media too about celebrities and athletes posting 
crazy things. Um, and I always am very conscious about who is going to be seeing what I'm posting Absolutely. because you never know who, and now everyone is on Instagram, everyone. Mm -hmm. Every company, oh, yeah. every hiring manager, everyone is on Instagram. Um, so it's really, you gotta take that really into account. Um, I actually like um, the highlights. Okay. And, which I wasn't really huge with in the and beginning. Into that yet. But I like it because I feel like it shows um, different major like aspects of my life right. that I've won for Philly. Right. So like when I post a picture from here, I'll like tag everyone here and then anybody that goes on that highlight yeah. will now see it forever. Correct. Um and we really utilized, started to utilize that. Um, when I was at the Soul, I, I made all of those, and if we were at an event with a sponsor, mm -hmm. we'll tag the sponsor, and they'll be on it forever. Right. right. Everyone will be able to click on it. Um, so I think that's cool because that shows things that you're interested in, things that you like to do, um, but also obviously you need to make sure you work behind right. yourself. Right. Like, who's looking <laughs> at right. it? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, we're working it with athletes and keeping their image per se peachy clean. Um, have you guys had to roll back any um, athletes with their social media and like with dealing with that type of stuff, like handling them, handling it, handling it yourself per se, rather than letting them do it? Um, I mean, I last year I kind of talked about it in the very beginning, okay. um, before the season even started, as just a reminder. Um, especially in um, a world of sports, obviously there's tons of fans of now all ages on Instagram um, and even like kid fans like yeah. teenagers are all on there um, so sometimes a nice little reminder would not hurt um, I'm sure um, you know things have had to be said in the past but um, luckily I feel like it really isn't always a huge issue okay. uh, I, now I'm seeing the news that it seems like things are coming out randomly mm -hmm. um, but I think for the most part, as long as that's taken care of in the very beginning, mm -hmm. and just kind of an overall, um, I think that media coaching also never hurts. Um, yeah. To be prepared of what to post, what to say, mm -hmm, and that kind of thing. Have you ever been a part of like media training for athletes? So I have actually done a lot of research on this. I've created um, presentations in the past. Um, I haven't been able to give any of those quite yet. Mm -hmm. um, everything I've done is just on a little bit of a small scale so far, mm -hmm. um, but I definitely think that it is important. Um, luckily, in the league that uh, we were in, a lot of the players are veterans, so they're actually very used to being in front of media, sure. doing interviews, yeah. and that kind of thing. Right. Um, but you really never know, especially nowadays, like look at the Sixers, they have so many young players. Right. I know they have a very extensive um, media training. I like that. I'm sure. Especially, yeah, especially now that they're, I don't want to say relevant, but they're competing. And yes. They're, they're most, <laughs> yep. You know, yeah. their top teams and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. PR, public um, relations, it's something that I cringe with a lot because I see a lot of people who need good PR and they don't have it. Mm -hmm. So when we come back from break, yes. I want to talk about um, your experience in PR, maybe get some tips as far as that is concerned and how important it is to have someone 
um, have a strong PR person, especially if you're going to be in the limelight and play celebrity and how that kind of works out, okay? I also, want to, I also want to know about your best and worst experiences working in this industry. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, have the, they have some juicy questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, do us a favor. Do not go anywhere. We have Gabby Thompson in the building. She got all the scoop. She going to give us maybe in the second. Maybe. If Jay can get it out of her. <laughs> all right, everybody. <laughs> it's your girl, Lauren Marie, right here on What Eyes Radio. We will be right back. We're back, Lauren Marie, live on Water Ice Radio. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Lauren Marie, we got our special guest for this week. We Gabby do, Thompson. we do. She's out here dropping gems about PR, about event planning operations. The Sixers, the Blue Coats, the Soul, everybody. <laughs> everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody. So before we get to some um, yes. fun stuff, I want to get into some great stuff. Because I'm, I'm like, we were talking behind the scenes and how just crazy um, being in PR, communication, especially with sports and lifestyle, all that good stuff. So I was just curious to hear some interesting stories. So do you have any experiences where it was like the worst experience or the most interesting that you can share for us that people may not even know about that happens behind the scenes? So uh, just to kind of overarching like in general thing, um, I know when I worked in PR when I first started, um, we, had, we had a ton of clients on television. Mm -hmm. um, that was a huge, huge way um, in for us that, you know, we were able to have a lot of clients on whether it was restaurants mm -hmm. that they would do a local special or like a festival. Um, but you know, if you're gonna be on with Good Day, Fox 29, like that airs at like six. So it airs at I, six, yeah. I would be up up at like four. Yeah. You would be there at like five. Right. So just that alone, um, I know I used to joke around I joke around a lot with a lot of PR people I know. I'm like, do you sleep? And a lot of them are like, eh. <laughs> like not really. Um, which is I think is just crazy and I think a lot of people don't really think about like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, obviously even um, a lot of stuff like the radio. There's a lot of um, you know, huge Big radio hosts, especially in Philly, that all work at night. Yeah. Like, are you? You're not gonna be able to go see Cosmic Capital 10 p.m. Like, right. So like everyone's, it, it, people don't, I think, uh, think about that. The day I feel like for, and it is for a lot of people, but for PR people, the day is extremely long. Yeah. Um. So that's just kind of an overall um, thing. But I've had a lot of crazy events. Um, that I've done um, one of my one of my favorite all time events ever in the city that I've worked on is Dinner on Blanc. Nice. Um, it was every year I did it three That's times. That's my favorite. Event. That's my favorite. It was unbelievable. Like Dreamwalk came honestly came very close to okay. experience like Dinner on Blanc. Dinner on Blanc was one of those experiences where like we were working. But I would stop every once in a while and just like look around. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. Yeah. So what, what, were, what were you working on with there? So I um, helped with some PR behind the scenes stuff and a lot of like the logistics things. Um, for example, making sure uh, the where the you know taking care of the media check in, mm -hmm. making sure all the media had their credentials. Uh, making sure they knew um, every year we did like certain photo like advantage points for media specifically. So I know a few years um, they did like they had an actual cherry picker, like mm -hmm. figuring out how to get media up there, where it was, where were the best places to take sure. the pictures that year. Um, the schedule, when was the when was the napkin waving, when was the sparklers, like that's the traditional things that people needed to know. Mm -hmm. um, but also it was fun as heck. Um, we were 
all so <laughs> you so you kept everybody out of here. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, That's, that was you know, I still am a fan of dinner and black, but <laughs> you know, my first year there as media. <laughs> I got almost kicked out. <laughs> yes, because my boss did not send me the requirements or the rules per se around social of media of what not to do. So I'm like, oh. I'm at my first dinner in Blanc. I'm there. I'm there as I'm not a, a patron. I'm there as media, and I'm in here. I'm all on the on the social media, and people are still coming in. So two people damn near tackled me and Hector and was like, what are you doing? Pretty much like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong? What's going on here? Cause we were post, I was posting on social media before everyone had got in. And everybody knows about Dinner Blanc is like a secret, a secret location, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. They're like, y'all can stay, but y'all can't come back next year. And I was like, damn, don't yeah. want to be here anyway. I was there as a patron yeah. the next year or whatever. No, no, no. Shout out to Dinner and Block. I love Dinner and Block. Yeah. I just didn't know that it, it, it's serious. They're like oh, really, yeah. really serious Very about serious. it. My, um, I remember people would, people were, uh, my family and friends were harassing me for the location, which is hilarious because I didn't even know the location <laughs> until no. literally right before everybody you're, else right. you're walking to the location, you're yeah. like, what do you think of me? What do you think it's going to be? Like, I had no idea until we had to literally set up right, like, before everybody got there. Mm -hmm. That was all. And again, I mean, there's some setup. But it honestly wasn't a tough because everybody said no. Everybody you set up your own stuff, and my boss was smart. He went earlier than everybody else, so he still didn't have to tell people the location until the end. And yeah. and honestly, I liked about it that way because I was also very excited because I didn't know where it was. Mm -hmm. so. I mean, listen, every city is serious about dinner and fun. Yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like the event of all of the events. Um, you know, but it's a real fun event. I get it. Some people are like, they don't get it because they got to set up. You got to bring your own stuff. You That's me. It. I'm not gonna lie. I don't get it. I, I get it. You know what I mean? It's, it's the atmosphere when you're there, though, when you go see everyone in one. Yeah, but see, my thing is when you're after you drink and then you got to break down everything and carry all that carry stuff. Carry it all back. That's yeah. the reality. That's the project, I'm not cool with that. That's the part I'm pretty sure it rained by the last time. Sometimes it rained. So, yeah. I think the year it was. At the museum, yep. it, lit, it rained. That was my last the one. year we got kicked out. It did not rain. It was hot as hell mm -hmm. that year, and it was hot last year. Last year it was it was at City Hall. Yeah, right. Year. And mm -hmm. it was. And plus, I don't like all white. I don't like rain all day. I, don't I know. know you're like you're like dirty by the end of the night. Yeah. Oh, I did. It's fun. It was, yeah, I had a great time when I was there, and um, just events in general are really crazy. But it it's funny because when I said when I segued into sports, game day was the exact same mm -hmm. craziness. And so I'm like, wow, I really like this chaos. Yeah. And that's how I feel. Like, all right, I'll go where I'm. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> it is it is it is a. a, a um, yeah, it's yeah. an industry that yeah. is not built for the weak. Oh, you definitely oh, gotta no. be strong. Because, oh, no, no. um, like you said, sleep is like, I don't even think that exists. Um, having to deal with uh, different types of personalities within the staff and within the athletes and the yeah. talent. Mm -hmm. um, all of that takes into consideration, and you're the one that's pretty much like behind the scenes coordinating everything. Right. Um, so, like, has there ever been any. You don't have to name any names, but any, we'll say talents or athletes that's been very, very trying, difficult. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yep. 
I feel like, the, like yeah. yeah. I mean, I honestly, and I feel like too, I obviously always have had the situation and the game or the, 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 the I don't know, environment, mm -hmm. like that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I feel like you kind of get that in any business, sure. any environment. Absolutely. There's always people that obviously are going to uh, test your patience a little bit. But um, I always just try to take a step back and make sure that people are clear to what I need to do because sometimes people just don't know. Right. Um, a lot of people... That's true. Like, a lot of people um, with the soul, a lot of people didn't, wasn't, weren't clear on what exactly I oversaw. Right. Um, and it actually was multiple departments worth of things, so yeah. a lot of people just didn't know. Um, so I always make sure, though, that I'm pretty clear on, um, you know, what Your I'm in charge of, that. yep, and what I have to do. Um, I'm also lucky because I uh, was able to have some other, some interns um, help throughout the years in all of my positions. Um, so I also made it very clear with them mm -hmm. and with any, if it was athletes or whoever was around us, talent, you know, that they are my, they work for me and they, you know, I, whatever they say, they're trying to help me out and just know that you know, it's coming from me so, <laughs> through that. So, I will end you. In sports, sometimes it was a little bit hard um, because a lot of my interns were, didn't have that kind of experience before. So they were a little bit nervous about how to, um, you know, put their foot down a little sure. bit without being rude, obviously. Um, so I would help them out with that. But honestly, I didn't really have that many issues. Um, cool. But yeah, but of course, I mean, issues always arise. It's just how you. Handle them, I Bottom weave. <laughs> yeah, right. So a little bit about you when you're not running around like you're moving head out <laughs> and you're actually breathing. Um, I see that you like to work out a lot in your downtime. Yes. What? How did? How did that? Like, not necessarily come about, but how does that make you feel? Like, do you decompress that way? Yeah. So I, it's definitely my biggest stress relief. Okay. Um, how I got started seriously is actually really funny. So I was on a competitive weightlifting team when I was really? young, um, when I was in middle school and high school. Um, because I used to get, um, not like totally like mean bullied, but a lot of the boys on the bus used to torment me after school and I wanted to show them that I was as strong as them. So okay. I, used to start, I started to lift in their gym. Mm -hmm. ah, cool. So I had like a coach and we had like a team. It was me and a group of girls that started there. And um, that's how I started like actually lifting. Um, but I've always loved working out. Um, so I kind of just kept that and it really helped me in grad school more than anything else. How often? Yeah, sure. <laughs> How often do you work out? So I try on like a very perfect week. Five days a week would be like so ideal for me. Mm. Um, it gets really nuts, especially during the season. If I'm in season for a sport, my hours obviously become a lot longer. Um, when I traveled with the Soul last year, I did do a pretty okay job with um, hotel workouts sure. and like getting at the gym, you know, before team meetings and that kind of thing. Um, but I have worked with multiple uh, trainers throughout my life too. Um, so I have a trainer now that I love and I think that helps a lot as well. Um, and you know, group classes, group fitness is always nice too to have people around you that are also motivating you. We, yeah, no, I was like our clients have, we have a very pretty broad as far as um, different in, uh, interesting industries and things like that. So if you were to talk to someone who may not know what they're doing or want to do, but they have an interest in whether it's PR, sports, or communication, whatever. Do you have any advice that you would give to them, like whether how to go about starting somewhere or anything like that? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, my biggest thing is um, you don't have to have your life all figured out, mm. which I still very to this like actual second struggle with because I always. I felt like nobody told me that when they I was don't. young. Don't let you fail. They missed that part right. of the life uh, spiel, but um, yeah, you don't have to have it figured out. So if you know, depending on whatever you're figuring, you know, you think that this is something you want to get into, don't worry about what it is. Like, just do it. Um, but also, especially with um, with sports too, a lot of it is about who you know, and a lot of people are going to say that that you talk to. Um, so for me, I just like to get myself in front of as many people as possible. Um, you guys already know because I've seen you at yeah. events, but I love going to events. It's like my favorite, favorite, favorite thing. Um, I did a lot of networking events when I worked in sales because obviously that helped yeah, me. Sure. Um, but now I feel like that I'm out of it. I just love the social events. Yeah. I love going to openings of this bar and this holiday restaurant parties. and the holiday parties. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's where y'all thought you were like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. so, uh, so yeah, and I love those kind of events because it's also fun. Mm. It's not stuffy, it's not intimidating, right. everyone's also there to have a good time. You see a lot of those stuff. people that you, you'll meet as well kind of let loose a little bit right. and kind mm -hmm. of let their hair down, so that's always a good look too. Yeah, especially in Philly because we all know how small. Correct. Philly, like, really is. Yeah, really <laughs> so is. Definitely. definitely get yourself in front of as many people uh, as possible. And I do, uh, like you said, I am trying to work with a few bigger events, um, like, you know, the Dreamwalk kind of spectrum. I do help out with um, Fearless Con as well. Nice. So I do a lot of conferences, a lot of women's. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, awesome. A lot of, like, networking, women's networking, things like that. Cool. So really quick before you go, I want to play a little game. Um, I want you to be a part of the Lauren and family. The but, experience. Yes, but <laughs> we will revoke your card if you, uh, you know, Ooh. depending on some of these questions that we ask you. No pressure. I will be honest, some of them are, uh, uh, most of them are based around music because that's our thing around yeah. here. We definitely like a lot of music. So, but they're fun questions, no pressure. Cool. So we'll see, test your music knowledge. Uh, All right, so first question. Uh, I wanna know what these are, so it's gonna be interesting. So no yelling out loud for okay. everybody here, because okay. you know, sometimes we like to do that. All right, so. Sometimes you like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, after you stop, drop, I'm sorry, let me start again. After you stop and drop, what should be the next thing that you do? A, roll. B, put your hands up. C, shut them down, open up shop. Or D, hand over your license and your registration. <laughs> Music. <laughs> you mean the options again? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So after you stop and drop, what should you do next? A. Roll. B. Put your hands up. C. Shut them down. Open up shop. Or D. Hand over your license and registration. Is it C? It is the hey, Stop. <laughs> Drop. Shut it down. Open up. Everybody said he's coming out uh, this year. Going to be doing some music. Yeah, it is. That's what's up. All right. So that was a cool question. This is a food question. Now I know you are, uh, you know, you be out here. I'm sure you've indulged in some culinary arts. Culinary arts. A little bit, yeah. All right. Well. Mm -hmm. Who has the better biscuits? Oh. 
Is it A Popeyes? B Red Lobster. C KFC. And D, if you've been there, Turkish chicken. Now, there's no right, really right there's, answer. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. <laughs> I'm going to say the house <laughs> But I'm a judge whether it's <laughs> I don't even know. You don't even know? I am one from growing up. Like, growing right. up, Red Lobster's biscuits were like, like my grandma used to put them in her purse and then I had to get it Definitely Popeyes. I was gonna say Popeyes. Right. Yeah. KFC drones are so dry. Yeah. You need yeah. like Popeyes and Red. I'm, I'm okay with that. I would have been okay with, with Popeyes. Exactly. Yeah. You're doing a good job. You're right. You are all right. You are all right. Yeah, we're lost. Now this is a movie question. Who was Bruce Lee's enemy in the last track? Bruce Leroy. Oh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's my movie. You know, you know that. I was gonna say, you know, I don't. I'm not a big movie here. I'm a more of like a TV series. It's a multiple choice, so you. Was it A. Eddie Lee, B. Cyrus, C. Show Or D. The Mercy Riffs. I don't know who that is. The Grimacy Riffs. The Grimacy Riffs. So say that. Say that. Say that. The options. Whole question over. Who was Bruce Leroy's enemy in the last track? A. Eddie V. B. Cyrus. C. Show Nut. Or D. The Grimaces Riffs. Close enough. Come on, girl. It's, 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 it's my I don't know. Is it B? What was B? Cyrus. No. Aww. Is it, it Show Nut? Oh! My meanest. Show Nut. Yeah, Buster Rhymes did it. Um, you know the video. Oh, we did it. Yes. Got it. Got it. All right. I didn't know that one either. Yeah. I'm gonna let you slide. Okay. By the way, that track is on Netflix. So you want to watch. Is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, but I'll have to. I was like, okay. I literally know. I'm it's, not it's here, cheesy but. '80s kung fu, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack is amazing. Like it's there. Dope. You go. Yeah. All right. Vanity. Last Let's question. See. Last one. There's another music question, and it's it's. Up to date questions. Current. Current. Got current. It. Cool. If Young Metro don't trust you, what? That's good. All right. Oh, Let me try it again. <laughs> Rewind. If Young Metro don't trust you, what might you do? A. Call the police. B. Beat you. C, by you, or D, shoot you. D. Yeah! Hey! You, you know what? That's three out of four. I'm, not, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Three out of four, Gabby. Your last card will not be revoked. You are, you are allowed to come back here. We always tell our guests the first time they are family, the next, I'm mean, sorry, the first time they are guests, the second time they are family. Before you head out of here, yeah. let the people know where they can follow you. Yeah. Yeah, so my Instagram is at Gabby Townsend. Mm -hmm. So it's G-A-B-B-I, my last name, T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D. That's easy enough. Mom, don't follow her. <laughs> yeah, don't no parents, Instagram, yes. Educate parents, you can follow <laughs> anything, anything cool you got coming up you want the people to look out for? 
Um, not quite yet. I got a few things in the works, but you guys know this is like a kind of busy time of year, so yep. uh, have some things resurfacing soon that I'm working on, and I'm a little bit of projects. So follow you yes. to find out what you got. Yes, absolutely. And we're gonna have some events that we want you to come out to sure. as well. We got good stuff coming up this year. Yeah. But again, we want to thank you for coming through Marvin Live. So glad to find you in person and not on social media. Yes. This has been a really good time. Jay, Yo. we are about to be out of here. But we'll be back. We will be back. This yes. is episode two already of 2019. Yeah. Woo! Got it. It's out of the way. We got to keep going. Keep up. We got to keep going. We got a long stretch. 2019 just started, everybody. So make sure you are following us on all social media platforms. Make sure you are checking out the show on everywhere. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, iTunes, iTunes uh, YouTube, YouTube, TuneIn, TuneIn. Just, just download them all, and we're there. Shout out to Nap, shout out to yes. uh, Samsung, our, our proud sponsors. And shout out to the What I Radio family. Yes. Um, it's just, we got a lot of new yeah. stuff coming to the platform. I'm really, really excited about that as well. All right, everybody, we are out. Yes, we uh, are. We're about to go take care of some business. We'll be back here next week. And never, ever, ever forget, not all superheroes wear capes. Sometimes, Sometimes they wear headphones. Hey!